global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks are lower. Let's head right over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. And here he is, Bill Maloney. Good afternoon, Charlie. That's right. Main U.S. averages are lower today, helped by weakness in Europe. Dow is currently down 59 points, says to be dropped 9, and Nasdaq declines 25. The small cap 600 is lower by 4 points, and the U.S. 10 yield at 1.58%. 9 out of 10 SB sectors are lower, led by losses in telecom, utilities, and healthcare. Only energy gained. Dow transports rise a point, Nasdaq Biotechs drop 32, utilities fall 6, and the VIX is higher by 6%. Dow leaders said the downside included J&J, Verizon, and Travelers, while Nike, Goldman Sachs, and ExxonMobil led to the upside. Dick's Sporting Goods jumped as much as 10% to an all-time intraday high after its results, while TJX fell 5% after its earnings. Live from the First Breaking News Desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Charlie? All right. Thank you very much, Bill Maloney. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg type squawk, S-Q-U-A-W-K on your terminal. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. The flooding in Louisiana. It has killed nine people so far. Approximately 40,000 people are currently homeless, and 60,000-plus people have had to be rescued. Here to tell us more about the flooding and its effect on the economy of Louisiana and its rebuilding process is Don Pearson. He is Louisiana's Secretary of Economic Development. Don Pearson, I wish we uh, had a, a better reason for having you on, but I'm wondering if you could just tell us a little bit about what is happening in Louisiana, not only to the people, but to the businesses in the region. Hey, Pim and uh, Kathleen, thank you for the opportunity to share that information today. You've correctly characterized it. Uh, we have quite, uh, quite an event to deal with here in Louisiana where uh, some 27 parishes, um, you would call them counties, uh, have been impacted by uh, just this very strange weather event, which uh, was a 48-hour lingering storm that uh, brought between 15 and 30 inches of water onto our impacted communities. Um, it's kind of a rural section of Louisiana that lies between Baton Rouge and New Orleans, uh, there are some significant population centers because there are bedroom communities out there, uh, but our major metros are up and running. But we've certainly got a very significant search and uh, rescue operation uh, set of circumstances that are underway right now. Well, Don, of course, the the loss of life, the people who have been uh, forced out of their homes. Uh, we just heard a report here on Bloomberg News that something like uh, 78% of these homeowners don't have flood insurance. So the devastation is is huge. And that's, that's the thing I think that hurts the most. However, uh, what about the economy of this area? What about the kind of businesses that are there and how people's livelihoods may be affected? Well, especially during this time of search and rescue and then cleanup. Several great points to touch on there. We've been very active in reaching out to our uh, industry partners. And what we're finding is that they've fared very well. The, uh, the major industrial sites, the major economic driver companies are largely not impacted by this event. 
What's a little different here, and you're familiar with a Katrina or maybe a, a Sandy, where you get these high wind events that uh, knock over trees and power lines and transmission lines, and it gets very difficult, timely, and uh, complicated to restore power. With the uh, flood situation, the water rises and blows up transformers and uh, apparatus, and we come back up uh, much more quickly. So they're really, to our major industrial uh, users and uh, manufacturers, our challenge is more along the lines of workforce. And uh, as you touched on, these uh, many thousands of people, uh, more than 8,000 in shelters right now, more than 34,000 customers that uh, have no power at their residence are, uh, are largely what's being impacted here and uh, are a big part of our challenge going forward. Don, I understand that vegetable crops as well as dairy production, they're being affected by, these, by the flooding. You're absolutely correct. We're in the early stages of evaluating the uh, impacts of flooding on the agricultural products and uh, and certainly dairy is uh, along those lines. We have hosted Administrator Fugit from the uh, federal um, uh, FEMA organization. Uh, his goal has always been to see us uh, correctly and effectively and efficiently organize community, state, and, and federal uh, resources in situations like this. They've done a beautiful job of helping us uh, achieve that. I think one of his uh, organizational goals is a federal response within 72 hours, and certainly we've seen clear evidence of that here. Uh, we've had the National Guard mobilized with more than 3,600 uh, guardsmen that are joining forces with our uh, wildlife and fisheries, our, uh, our, our police from uh, various localities coming into the impacted areas and uh, joining with our state police force to, uh, to make uh, as much organization uh, possible on the ground to uh, affect this uh, important search and rescue uh, opportunities. We'll move from there into recovery with, uh, with FEMA and the SBA being strong partners for us. So, Don, uh, Louisiana's recently planted corn crop appears to be the biggest agricultural casualty from recent flooding. Is is this the kind of thing that farmers get hit by things all the time? Do you just say, oh, well, this was a bad storm, bad luck, move on? Or is there anything you change in the region from from this tragedy? Well, it is a, a good point you make, and I would want a clear understanding. Some of these people uh, that have been uh, uh, lost everything because they took three or four foot of water in their house have been living in that house for 30 or 40 years, and it's never been threatened before. So uh, certainly uh, you always want to get as much elevation as you can. We're in a state without a lot of topography. We're, we're essentially flat. So when our uh, drainage systems, our smaller rivers and tributaries back up, there's nowhere for the water to go, and it stacks. And when you get up to 30 inches of rain, uh, a very difficult circumstance. So we certainly will try to learn from the event. But uh, certainly uh, those that have been impacted, it's not like they uh, built too close to the Amen. shoreline or, or oh. anything of that nature. Well, Don Pierce, I'm so glad you point that out. Uh, thank you so very much for joining us. Secretary at Louisiana Economic Development, joining us from Baton Rouge. I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with Pim Fox, and this is Bloomberg. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Land Rover Manhattan, where New York goes for luxury. Conveniently located at 54th and 11th Avenue and online at LandRoverManhattan.com. Land Rover Manhattan is at your service.